You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with your host Blaze and Meech, a podcast with a novel perspective on life from a couple of super terrific Uber guides, but you can call us studs. Join us this week as we debate the lines between family and friends. Let's get to it. Meech, drop that beat. Here to permeate your vibe with knowledge and nonsense of the stud kind, one episode at a time. This week, we're digging into the differences between family and friends. But before we give up the family business, Mish, was really good, homie? What's really, really good? Um, so I've been playing, you know, my PS5, <laughs> as I told y'all last episode. <laughs> All right, how are your thumbs? Are they okay? <laughs> They're doing okay. Surprisingly, yeah. So I've been playing, uh, playing a lot of that. Been playing Call of Duty um, on the Xbox, and it just made me realize how old I am because the battle royales, like, I'm not used to playing games like that. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't really do that battle royale shit when we were coming up. So like, I just be, I be jumping out the plane, I'm dead, like right away. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck happened? Shit. So I need to practice a little bit more, but you know. I have real life shit to do. I can't be on the games all the day long. So, but that's that's been it. Been trying to get back into working out. Um, got some weights as most of y'all maybe have seen. I posted on my my IG. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, the weather's a little bit nicer, so I've been trying to go out and do like a little jog in the morning and I'm a, little a little walk jelly. at lunchtime. I'm a little jelly. I need that. I need that set right there. What you got? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They finally had them in stock. Like they've been sold out since last year. Yeah, you know, like the pandemic. Yeah, so. yeah. I seen them and I was like, let me get them while I can. But um, yeah, that's about it. You know what you've been up to? I'm doing doing things um around the yard, trying not to uh, get get killed. Uh, so my life flashed before my eyes the other day because I was oh, I'm putting up a, a fence for our our garden, right? We have to block out. We have a bunny that likes to visit our yard, and <laughs> which means uh, when the garden is up and running, it's gonna be his little lunch spot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to yeah. trying to block him out. So I'm building a, a little garden fence in front of our garden, and I'm digging, and I and I and I thought I was clear of this cable. Mm-hmm. But I was not, and I hit. Oh, no. <laughs> I hit it. Oh, no. I hit it with the shovel, and next thing you know, like, bro, the music on my phone just died, and I was like, "Did I just fucking cut the Wi-Fi?" Oh. Mind you, Nikki is inside working on a big project. Oh lord. Yes, in her office working on a big project. So that's why you almost died. Yes. <laughs> not because of electric or nothing like that. No, I could care less about the cable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was not worried about the cable. I I ran like a little bitch from that spot, <laughs> like a little bitch from that spot to to the to the back door, yelling in the mm-hmm. house like, "Yo, I just fucked up the Wi-Fi. I just fucked up the Wi-Fi." <laughs> like and the Wi-Fi's dead, and she comes out of her office like, "What? What are you saying um, to me?" <laughs> So after I like explain to her and then we do a thorough check, 
that may have been an old cable because we yeah. had they had to like re it's not even a cable it's like a a phone she actually has an old school phone mm. right so it they had to like redo the rerun the wire recently because something happened to the other cable so that could be the old cable right oh, okay that i hit but in my head not thinking about the the placement of how our house was built with the cables right. and shit. I'm thinking I just cut the Wi-Fi and she oh, was going to kill me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do you get a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> because she was about to kill me, bro. Like, yes. Uh, so that's what I've been up to. Avoiding, Damn. avoiding, <laughs> avoiding <Damn>. death. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Say what? When you hear that sound, you never know what's about to go down. That's because we're about to share the most outrageous, jaw-dropping, and just plain unreal stories that made us say what this week. All right, homie. So, I know you heard this Florida story where the lady bit the Uber driver. Oh, yeah, man. How crazy is that, right? That is wild. Like, I didn't hear the whole story. I caught, like, a little bit of it on, um, I guess donkey of the day or some shit yeah okay so she but they said yeah, she might have been drunk or something like that you know what i'm saying but yeah but to bite somebody's face though like that's crazy that's um scary i'm usually scared I, of getting into uber but yeah i heard some some audio something like i want to get out or something was that was that that shit oh i don't, I don't know. know you heard the yeah um, no I, I don't i don't know but I just thought that that was wild. And then they hear that she was from Florida, of course. <laughs> Florida. Nah, probably top of the list of the most say whatable things that I have mm-hmm. heard <laughs> this week um, was that I believe this is across the pond, our friend across okay. the pond, <laughs> that a bomb squad was called for a grenade. Right? Like this guy was out jogging. He sees a bag with this grenade in it. At least what he thought mm-hmm. it was a grenade. They call the police, the bomb squad, everything. Turns out it was a butt plug. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's all. <laughs> Not only was there that butt plug, right? Uh-huh. But um, it was in a clear bag and in the bag, the police also found lube and, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and some other, um, you know, uh, additions that would help with this ginormous the... butt plug. I'm just like, who's <laughs> besides from a grenade? <laughs> it looked Yikes. like a grenade. Like the picture, it really did look like a grenade. So I'm just, you would need lube for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but why would you buy a butt plug that looks like a grenade? Like, hey. What were y'all? What was the theme? I'm not even worried about what it looks like. I'm worried about the (laughs) size of it. What was the theme? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Like bombs away for real? What? If your ass explodes, that's a different. That's a different kind of ass That's wild. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. All right. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that that made me think of. I heard a story. Um, 
like curved is like a, a, a show that they do on the radio out here. And the girl was trying to figure out like why the dude never called her back. Mm-hmm. Like she thought things were going good. It had been like six months and uh, something happened and like she hadn't heard from him in a couple weeks. So he, he's, you know, they get him on the phone. He's like, yeah, we went to um, like a sex party and, you know, I pick a girl and the, the girl he was with picks a guy and he was like, she was enjoying it too much. So (laughs) he was like, I heard her making sounds that she's never made for me. Oh my God. And, uh, he was just like, I couldn't, he was like, you know, as a man, I couldn't be back with her. (laughs) So that's why he stopped calling her. (laughs) Oh man. What? That's messed up, bro. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The the male ego is very fragile. Yeah. Very. (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, let's see what we've got stewing in the pot this week. Speaking on the radio, uh, yeah. you know, we were already talking off of the recording <laughs> and um, <laughs> off podcast. How, how do you even say that? But um, you mentioned something interesting that you heard on a different radio. Um, yeah. Section. Um, you want to get into that? Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to um, Hot 97, which is a big station out here in New York, if most of y'all don't know. Um so Rosenberg and Ebro have like a morning show and Rosenberg was talking. He was saying like, he doesn't think that a wife can actually be, or a partner, I guess, can be your best friend. And his argument was like, you know, if a major event happens, like you can't still be friends, like best friends. You can be friends probably, but you can't be best friends. Like if y'all get divorced or some shit like that, like your new wife or your new girl or whatever is not going to be okay with that. Hmm. So then um, Ebro was like, um, he doesn't even have best friends. He considers, you know, if he has somebody that's close enough to him, like that, he considers them family. So then, you know, he's like, you know, if if we're that close, you're stuck with me for life. So that's why he calls them family. So then the, the girl, Laura Stiles, was saying she thinks it's disrespectful to call your best friends family because your family are, like he said, people that you're stuck with. You know, like, you, you can't really choose your family. You're bound by blood for the rest of your lives. But your friends are someone that you actually choose. You know what I mean? Like, you choose to be friends with this person and, you know, communicate and, um, ch- and chill with them or whatever. So I was thinking, like, yo, that that's so true because, like, I have... Um, so I had, like, when I first moved out there, I moved out there. My cousin was the only person that I knew out there in Florida and I was thinking about, like, damn, that's true. Like, you can't choose your family. So I went out there. It's supposed to be my cousin, you know, looking out for me. Don't know anybody in Florida. Just on a whim, hopped in my whip, packed up all my shit, and drove out there, you know? Mm. And she's like, yeah, you come stay with me. You know, give you a place to stay. You can find a job, whatever. You're good. So I had been there, like, a couple weeks. And the chick, I didn't know she was bipolar, like all these years, like what kind of she was? Yeah, my cousin. Okay. So we knew she was a little off, you know. But then I started seeing it in the flesh because we never lived together like that. Mm-hmm. So she started tripping and like telling me, "Yo, I had to go blah blah blah." So mind you, I'm I'm not a bum nigga, you know what I mean? Like I get up every day, I cook, I clean because I'm staying in your shit. So I'm gonna earn my earn my stay, you know, earn my keep. Mm-hmm. So I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm getting up, I'm looking for jobs, I'm applying for jobs, whatever, whatever. So, like, she was getting on my nerves with that. And I was like, you know, 
me being who I am, at the end of the day, I don't need nobody for shit. So let me go look for an apartment. You know what I mean? If I got to figure it out, I'll figure it out. So I'm driving around. And mind you, I don't know Miami at all. Mm. So I'm driving around. And um, she was living in Aventura at the time. So, you know, Miami, you know, it's kind of expensive over there. So I'm just driving up and down, you know, like A1A or, you know, whatever the streets are. People don't people don't know Miami. <laughs> but, you know, like I'm driving around. So I'm looking at apartments. I got like the apartment book and all this shit. So I end up in um in Overtown. But I didn't know it was Overtown. Whoa. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, the stadium is right there. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, this looks kind of cool. Whatever. I should have known, right? So yeah, wait, hold up. The arena is right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the arena. The stadium arena. Is, yeah, it's a stadium. Is, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So the arena, the people, AAA. And people do know Miami, okay? Don't forget. Yeah. Have people, you know, don't forget. Don't forget. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know how many of our listeners, you know? I don't exclude anybody. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so I pull up to this apartment complex, and to me, it just looks like a spot in, in New York. I'm like, okay, this is cool. It had like a little grocery store at the bottom. Yeah. It's like, it's just like a regular apartment in in the city, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I like the spot. And then, the, you know, I'm talking to the, to the lady and she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of people from New York live here. And I see some dude with his fitted on and his Tim. So I felt like I was at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the fitted in the Tim's. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm home, you know? So anyway, I go back. Go back to the crib and I'm telling my cousin's girl, um, oh, I found this apartment. I tell her to just she was like, No, no. She was like, You you cannot move there. And I'm telling well, I forgot. I told so I told my cousin first, and she's like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's cool. You know, good luck. So I'm telling her girl, like later on that evening, she's like, You can't live there. No, like you you don't know Miami like that, you know, at all. I wouldn't recommend you living there, blah, blah, by yourself. So she's like, that's Overtown. She's like, you ever seen the first 48? I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I'm just like, that, you know, like, shit. But that's supposed to be my family. You know what I mean? Like, how you not going to look out for me? But, you know, your girl who, her and I still talk to this day. Like, we're still friends. You know what I mean? She looked out for me. She showed me around you know, Dade County, Broward County showed, showed me like all the different highways. She showed me everything about out there, which is kind of how I survived, you know, like before I like met you and Nikki and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't really feel like you're stuck with family for life. Cause I don't talk to that cousin anymore. You know what I mean? But like her girl, who's now her ex, like I still will fuck with her cause she looked out for me. You know what I mean? Like that's just a whole different level of, you know, like, so I don't know that that whole conversation had me thinking about like situations like that, like I think, even you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I think it's I think it's a, a interesting thing, especially um, for gay people because a lot of times yeah. um, they're forced to friends to for friends to be their family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just is that way because your family is you know maybe not accepting of who you are, so you have to Thanks. find that family somewhere else. Um, you know, my situation is, um, I do, you know, you know, I treat my friends like, like family, like we close, we close, close, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I got you, I got you for life, like regardless. So, um, like people I don't even talk to on a regular basis. I haven't seen even in years that 
I still talk to um, now. If I call them, they would come. You know what I'm saying? Like if I need yeah, them facts. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird, right? Because I remember when I was a lot, a lot younger. Um, my family and I are very, very close. We've always been close, but there was a point in time where I hadn't seen my mom for like years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like didn't spend holidays with them. Not and even my my sister. It wasn't maybe till my first nephew was born that we really all came together again. Because my mm-hmm. mom was living on the West Coast. So right. I only saw her like every once in a while. And um, so I had to find family somehow. And that turned out to be my friends. Like I had these two homegirls that they actually did what you did, which is pack up all their shit in New York and just come down with no plan, mm-hmm. no nothing. And yeah. uh, we kind of met. And, you know, the vibes just, we clicked. And they looked out for me mad crazy. Uh, like, I slept at their house. I mean, I had my own shit, but I would sleep at, sleep at their house. They um, always made sure I had food and trees, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I never I never needed anything like that. Spent Thanksgivings with them. Yeah. You know, even now, like, Thanks. one of my homegirls, she's even still, she's close with my, my mom, or she knows my mom, you know what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. talk and shit like that, like, and that's chosen, chosen family. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it survived without you and Nikki. <laughs> a couple of them, you know, years like y'all looked out for me, and you know, like that was the only family, you know, quote unquote, that I had out there, and I hadn't spoke to her in since the the first year I had moved there, and I was out there ten years. You know what I mean? So. When I really didn't have shit, you know, like it was y'all, my friends that looked out for me. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I have family that I don't even talk to now. Like when I say family and when I think family, I think like my mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mom, my sister, and then their extensions, extensions of them. But mm-hmm. I don't think about like the family members that I barely knew growing up or spoken to or haven't seen since I've been a grown ass adult. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. a handful of times. Like I'm not thinking like like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I remember um I was actually in Walmart out there and I was just shopping and the dude who was ringing me up, like he, you know, he, he was like uh talking to me about something. He was like, "Yo, you got family here." Like I guess trying to acknowledge, like, if, you know, he's gay too, you know what I mean? So, like, if I need people out there, because he could tell, like, I wasn't from, you know, I was very, very green when I moved to Miami, you know? I had my my New York accent was heavy, you know, the way I dressed, the way I carried myself, it was different. So, he could tell, and he was just, I don't know, we were talking, he was like, yeah, you got family out here, whatever, you know? And he was telling me about the spots to go hang out, and I was like, that's cool, you know? Like, Like, going back to what you said, like, a lot of gay people, LGBTQ plus people end up creating their families, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just even look at those um like the houses and things like that. There was they were all born out of that necessity for people yeah. to have some kind of family. I mean, even growing up I remember the term family was like, oh, she's family. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like she's family meaning she's gay. Right. One of us. Right, yeah. exactly. That we're all in the family together and we're all, you know, 
doing we're all doing this rainbow thing together <laughs> one stripe at a time bitch <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of family right um i guess we should welcome to the family uh, zoe kravitz did you hear <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. go okay i was like i to be honest with you i personally always felt like she was already in the family i just thought yeah. she didn't know that she was in the family yeah because it, I, it seems like a lot of them don't know right like i got those vibes from her and then she got married and divorced so quick and i was like i don't even think that that was like what she mm-hmm. wanted to do really and now yeah. here she is with a special friend <laughs> That's what we all call them at first. <laughs> Welcome to the family, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the family. Uh, we'd also like a like like a like to welcome to the family someone who I don't think anybody is surprised by, not even her own family. Kalani. Welcome, Kalani. Welcome even to- though I thought you were already in the family. Right? <laughs> Listen, she's always given family vibes. Uh, even from the yeah. first time I saw her doing something on Revolt, and then I thought she had a girlfriend at one point in time, but then yeah, she had I think the she whole... was bisexual, is what yeah. she was claiming. So okay, so now she's a full-on lesbian, which she even said her family was like, "Yeah, we already know." <laughs> but I mean, Kalani has been eye candy, right? You know, what I mean, there's yeah. a big age difference between us and some of these younger hotties that are out there now, like in, um, what's his face? Uh, little Duvall's that Chloe girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> like for real though, when older feminine women date younger studs or, you know, older women date younger people, they're cougars. Mm-hmm. Like Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> what are studs if they date somebody younger? I mean, are we cougars or are we just creepy? <laughs> if, oh, we date somebody, <laughs> if we date somebody younger. Are we like the old old uh, grand, grandpas? Are you trying to talk to the younger women? We're like the old dykes in the club now watching yeah, the yeah. younger whippersnappers. <laughs> like Nikki's fan club. <laughs> We're both gonna die after this episode. Oh ends. my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. I kind of yeah. Right. Damn. Thinking like, about her fan club. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you consider them? Like they're not cougars. I wouldn't call them nah. a cougar because when you think of cougar now, you just get this idea of some older, you know, vivacious, sexy older woman yeah. coming after one of us young tenderonies back in the day. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know, but I don't know. So, I mean, that's question. Peeps, please help me yeah, out. Yeah, peeps, chime in. What, what would you call us? What, what would you call What would you call a sud or a masculine woman that's gay, a lesbian, who likes younger women? <laughs> like younger women. I don't. I mean, there may come a time. You never, you never know. <laughs> but well, not Kalani Young, because my wifey is younger than me for the first time. Oh. Sorry. But only by like a couple months. So 
Yeah, but see, so that's not cougar. We talk about like we talk about a decade or some shit like yeah. that. Yes, yeah. like, like I don't know. I guess Jay and Beyonce even together too long to, <laughs> to mm-hmm. use that analogy. But like, what consists of what is a cougar? What, what would you call a stud who's like a cougar? I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely let us know. Let's get wild. It's a wild world we live in. Don't believe us? You obviously haven't spent any time on the internet. What's even more scary are some of the questions we come across from others seeking advice. Luckily for them, we're here to be their guides. This week's question is, is it okay to date while you're married but separated? Um, yeah. I'm like, if we're separated. Yeah, if you're separated, I think it's okay. If we both decided that we're, you know, going to take some time off, then we're taking some time off. Right. Now, it depends on how seriously we're talking about dating, though, because, you know, you can start developing feelings for somebody else, and then maybe separation now becomes permanent. But mm-hmm. I, would, I would think that for the most part, if you're already on the road to separation or if you're only on already on the road of separation then divorce is probably not far yeah Yeah. i mean yeah i don't know if you should be out here like lining them up and knocking them down (laughs) you probably need a moment to heal if you're separated maybe you shouldn't be dating or maybe it just depends on how long you've been separated been separated for a while or maybe i think i think you guys I think it needs to be a mutual decision, maybe like. Well, there has to be separated. boundaries or terms, yeah. you know. Like I don't want to say like a contract, but there are separation agreements that you really lay oh, yeah. those, lay those uh, boundaries down. You know what I'm saying? So at least even if you don't go that far, some something verbally to like say right. like this is what's gonna happen because the worst thing that can happen is you're assuming this, she's assuming that, and then. Right. And it turns into spiral. Yeah, and then you cross a line you didn't even know was there. Right. And now what could have maybe been saved is definitely not uh sal- salvageable. Yeah. You know? Okay. Doctor Blaze. All right. Dr. Well we got our thinking caps on. <laughs> We're gonna end the show here. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two studs in a pod. Wonder what Two Studs life is like behind the scenes? Follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech and myself at it's.me.blaze on IG and it's me blaze2 on Twitter for a personal look into our lives as super terrific Uber Dice. Don't forget to check out our site, twostudsinapod.com, where you will find our latest episodes and more. We're also proud to announce that Two Studs in a Pod is now available on iHeart and YouTube can't find us on your favorite app for podcast let us know so gratitude is always an attitude so we want to say thank you for letting us your ear thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in